Hey, 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 what's up? I don't, I don't know why, but I always feel like I have to say that differently. I can't just be like, hi, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> but seriously, welcome to the podcast. I'm Angela Lucier. You are at the Claim the Stage podcast. This is um, a show for women who are looking to find their voice and get up on stage and lead. And I'm your host. I am a professional award-winning speaker. I'm also an author of three books, and I'm the founder of the Speaker Sisterhood and the Speaking School for Women. So you may notice that I have a lot of interest in public speaking, <laughs> which is why I was like, I should do this podcast. Thanks for listening. And on today's show, instead of having a guest, I want to talk to you about what women can do now. We're at this really interesting moment in history. We're about a month and a half from the Women's March that happened in January. We're about a week from the the day without a woman, which is happening on International Women's Day next Wednesday. And, you know, we're a little bit into Trump's presidency. We're kind of navigating like, what does this world, what does this new world look like? And how do we operate in it? And how do we find our place? So I'm going to give a couple of different suggestions today on what you could be doing differently to be a leader. Before we jump into that, I want to share a little update on what I've been doing and get you up to speed on this really exciting moment in my life. I feel really lucky to have this platform, my podcast to share because I think being able to use my voice instead of typing all the time is a really great way to share my enthusiasm and also just have a chance to talk because talking is such a good way to process our emotions and our work and to share it with other people. So at 5.30 last night, I hit a button on my computer that immediately made me want to throw up. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done this. Maybe you are writing a really important email to someone and at the end you, you know, hovered your mouse over the send button and you thought, should I send this? I don't know if I should send this. I don't think I should send this. And then all of a sudden you hit send and you're like, oh my God, I just sent it. Oh my God, <laughs> it's going out there. <laughs> well, I did that last night when I hit the button to post my campaign we launched a crowdfunding campaign last night for the Speaker Sisterhood. And if you're not familiar with the Speaker Sisterhood, it is my new startup that launched in August of last year, like six, seven months ago. And it's a network of public speaking clubs for women. And it was really interesting the way that that whole offering came together because I didn't see it coming. I don't know how. I don't I don't know how I missed that, but I did. <laughs> a woman in my speaking school last spring said toward the end of class, hey, this is great that we're learning how to put together these speeches and learning how to, you know, ask for money to present them, but where do we practice them? And I was like, oh, well, you guys can go Toastmasters. And everyone was like, oh, Toastmasters. Um, is there anything else, any, <laughs> any other options? And I honestly couldn't think of anything. I know there's Dale Carnegie, but that's like a short-term leadership public speaking course. There isn't a long-term place where you can go with other women and practice public speaking. And I thought, oh, I'll build a club in Western Mass and we'll just kind of see how it goes. And we launched our first club in August in Springfield, Massachusetts. And these 10 women showed up who were all, it was interesting because most of them weren't even from the speaking school. They were just like 
they they saw our marketing that we put out there and they responded to it and they were like, oh, this is this is something I want to do. And they all arrived as strangers and they arrived as curious women who were interested in building this skill. And in the beginning of the meeting, we said, let's go around the circle and give everyone a chance to say why they're here and what they want to learn. And what we quickly learned was we weren't strangers at all. We were so similar, but we had no way of knowing that because we don't talk about the stuff we were talking about in that meeting. Like whenever my boss calls on me in a staff meeting, I immediately freeze. And I think no matter what I'm about to say, it's going to be stupid. And I just try to talk really quickly and get it over with. And then another woman says, I have this job where they're trying to promote me to train people and I don't want the promotion, even though I could use the money because I don't want to stand up in front of people. And another woman who says, I want to start a business, but I'm too afraid to go out and promote it because I don't know how to speak. And we're hearing all these stories. And as we're going around the circle, we're starting to realize we're so similar. We all have (laughs) the same insecurities. We all have the same fears and we all have the same dreams. We all want to be seen and we all want to be heard for who we are. And the speaker sisterhood is the answer for making that happen for women. And after that meeting happened that night, everybody left as friends, which was really great. And I, I felt in that meeting, I got chills like the whole time. I felt this is what the world needs. And I got emails every day from women all over the area saying, my friend was in that club. My, my coworker attended that meeting. I know someone who was at that open house. Can I go? Can I sign up? So I started making lists of all these women who were emailing me. And once I had 15 or so, I said, all right, let's have another open house. So we held another open house and launched another club, filled that list up again, launched another club. And as of today, we've launched six more clubs just in the last four or five months. And we have a couple more launching in the next couple of months. And we're, we're training more women to run these clubs. And I've realized I can grow this network by licensing women who want to become club leaders and can facilitate their own meetings using the curriculum I built. And we've just started testing this model. It's been so interesting because women are emerging in Maine, in Pennsylvania, in Maryland, in Connecticut saying, hey, I heard about the speaker sisterhood on your podcast, or I heard about it from a friend who lives in Massachusetts, and I want to start my own club. I really believe in women's empowerment. I really feel strongly about building my own leadership skills, and I want to be involved in this movement. And it's starting to happen. It's starting to grow, and it's so exciting. And I feel so lucky that I stumbled upon this huge need. And speaking is something that matters to me so much because it's what has changed my entire life. It's been the most meaningful growth I've ever had. And it's also connected me with so many amazing people. And so to be in this position as the CEO of the Speaker Sisterhood and be able to connect with so many like-minded women who are courageous and curious and interested in growing and making a difference, I couldn't ask for a better life. So last night at 5.30, when I pushed that button to post the campaign, I felt like throwing up because I knew it was the that moment my whole life was about to change. And 
no matter how many people donate to this campaign, I know that this company will be successful because it stands for something that's so important in the world right now. And it's what the world needs. Women need to be speaking up. So today's episode is all about what women can do now to find your voice in the world and to start showing up as a leader. Now, I know that on the day without a woman next Wednesday, March 8th, which also coincides with International Women's Day, the idea is to not do anything in an effort to show the world what it would be like without our contribution. And I think that's an excellent idea because any anytime you can sh- like shake things up, you get people to change their perspective and it makes people think. And that's valuable because sometimes we go through life as on autopilot, right? We wake up, we, we eat breakfast, we go to work, we come home, we eat dinner, we wash the clothes, we, you know, put the kids to bed and life starts to take on a monotonous tone. But when we do something that shakes it up, all of a sudden the, the possibilities seem different. There are more opportunities. And this is why doing things like this are recommended. And what I'm going to share with you today are some opposite ideas. Instead of not doing anything on that day, or maybe do nothing on that day, but the next day, (laughs) my idea is let's not just do something like every day. Let's do something else. What's something you definitely wouldn't normally do? And what I want you to start with is by building your role as a leader, as a woman in this world, by picking a specific mission. What is your mission? What do you want to do to leave your mark? And I want to share some examples of some missions I've heard about lately that make me feel like, okay, it's going to be really hard for you to get any traction there. And it's going to be really hard for you to actually make any progress because your mission is like everything. (laughs) So when I say pick a mission, it has to be specific and clear so that when you're looking for an audience to help, when you're looking for your followers, your people, they know that you're talking to them. So the questions you need to be able to ask yourself are two, which is who do you most want to help? And the second is, what do you want to help them do? And I asked someone this question, who do you most want to help yesterday? And he came back and said, I want to help people who, who want to feel good. And I said, yeah, but that's everyone. <laughs> you know, it's like saying, I want, to, I want to help people who like eating. It's like, well, yeah, right. But let's get more specific. How do you want to make that person feel? And how are you going to help them uh, to accomplish that. So I also heard another mission from someone when I gave a talk last week, she said, I want to help people love each other more and, and achieve world peace. And I said, that is such an admirable problem to solve, but who are you going to talk to about that? Cause you need to create a crafted message that speaks to a specific audience. Do you want to help parents to love each other more so we can have happier children who will contribute to a happier future for our planet? Do you want to talk to managers and companies to learn how to love their employees more and how to love their teammates more so that there's more productivity and communication? The, The clearer you can get on who you're helping, the more you'll be able to help them because you're really answering their questions, not just putting information out in a general sense. Another mission a woman told me about last week was, 
I want to help people stop eating sugar and I want to help people learn about why they should stop eating meat. I said, both of those crusades are admirable, but you can only pick one. And that's because there's so much noise out there. There are so many messages and, and ads and, you know, social media posts. And we're just constantly being inundated with information. And if you give people a vague message, it's harder for them to remember it. So if you can just pick one major thing to focus on, then it's easier for them to say, oh, she's the person who does X, not oh, I don't know if you should talk to her because I'm not sure if that's exactly what she does. She seems to be all over the place. So if you're interested in a, in a mission like stop eating sugar or have a better understanding of what it means to eat meat, pick one. You know, you can still care about the other one, but if you want to create a real movement and be a leader, you've got to pick one thing. So the questions to ask yourself as you start out is, who do you most want to help and what do you want to help them do? And, and when you think about who you want to help, think of one person in particular. Like, if you could just help one person, would it be a child? Would it be a mom? Would it be a high school senior? Would it be uh, a person in their 60s? Would it be uh, a business owner? Would it be an animal lover? Try to get really clear about that, and then you can build a wider audience around that one target audience member. So that is advice piece number one. Start building your leadership by picking a specific mission. Who do you most want to help and what do you want to help them do? Advice number two, build a community, man. Build a community. I'm going to talk about my favorite person right now, Seth Godin. I discovered him in 2004 when I was working at a radio station and the corporate program director who oversaw all the stations gave us an assignment. He told us all we had to read Purple Cow by Seth Godin. I thought that was amazing because it was such a great way to bring the radio stations together around a common goal. And so I read that book and it was really the first book I've ever read for business. And when I read it, I was like, whoa, he, the concept of this book really resonates with me because it's about being different. And, and really what he's, what he's getting at and the reason why it's called Purple Cow is he's, he was driving down, you know, the middle of America road in Iowa, just passing cows for hours. And he thought, you know, there's a lot of brown cows here and like none of them are memorable. And when I get home, I'm probably not going to remember any of these cows. But if there was one purple cow, I would remember that one. And that message was just so ringing clear with me. Like, yes, I want to stand out. Whatever I do, I want it to be different. I want people to remember it. And from that moment on, I followed Seth Godin and all of his writings and his blogs. And in 2008, he wrote a book called Tribes. And he was really the one who coined this term, especially in business. You've probably heard people say a lot, like, this person's in my tribe. And it's because of Seth Godin writing that book and talking about how tribes can save your life. And the, the message in that book is don't spend your time trying to change the minds of people who don't agree with you. Find the people who already do and then build something with them. And that, once again, blew my mind. I was like, yes, there's nothing wrong with me. It's that I'm around the wrong people. I need to connect with people who get me so that we can come together, have a common goal, and then build something. So the second piece of advice I have for, for you is to build a community. And if you're listening right now going, I don't know who else cares about what I care about, 
just start taking action. Like post something on Facebook. Hey, do any of you guys care about sugar-free diets or do any of you guys care about, you know, trying to bring more love to, you know, managers? I don't know. (laughs) Um, but building a community helps you to build momentum and energy and you can come together and start to build something really beautiful. The third piece of advice is to speak up. Speaking is so important, you guys, obviously, but a lot of us are afraid to do it. And I totally get that. And I was so afraid for so many years to say what I needed to raise my hand in a staff meeting, to volunteer, to to go out and like give a workshop. All of those things were just terrifying to me. But what I learned is you can learn how to get over that fear because public speaking is a skill. It's not something you're born with. It's something you learn and anybody can do it. You just have to commit to wanting to do it and having some sort of motivator or incentive to keep going is so important. So first being able to answer the question of what kind of mission you want to be on will help you to motivate you to get up and speak. So there's a couple different things you can do to practice. One, you could join a speaker sisterhood club, which would be great. You can come check us out. And if there are no clubs in your area, you could consider starting your own club. We can train you to start your own club and you can come become part of our organization and then you can practice speaking in your club and also inspire other women to get up and speak as well. You could get a digital membership to the Speaker Sisterhood. We're starting those in June, so you can get all kinds of different resources and videos and tip sheets and speech planning sheets to help you to write speeches and also, you know, just get comfortable speaking up. So that that third piece of advice to speak up is the most important because we need women who are willing to say what they need, to say what they think, and to share their opinions and their perspective and their creativity and their leadership with the world. And the more we stay quiet, the smaller our position is. So I hope that you will join us. And the last piece of advice is to help us by supporting our campaign. I hope that you'll come and check us out on Indiegogo. If you go to Indiegogo.com and type in Speaker Sisterhood, you'll find our campaign and you can watch our video. If you've never seen me and you've only heard me, you should go check out our video. I talk a lot (laughs) and I go into why this is all happening and what your your support would mean to us. So I just I, I hope this invitation to do something is inspiring to you and to to know that somewhere inside of you, there is a leader. You may not know who she is yet or where she is in there, but she's in there and she wants to come out. She really does. She's waiting for you to open the door and give her that chance. And you can do that by describing the type of mission you want to be on, by building your community and by speaking up. And I hope that you will continue to listen to the podcast and get ideas on how you can be a better presenter because the world needs what you have to say. I want to thank you so much for listening today. And um, again, check out our Indiegogo campaign by going to their website and typing in Speaker Sisterhood. All right, you guys, as always, stop waiting, start creating. See you next time.